Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Everybody and welcome to the sports 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 podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the one, the only sports outsider, Bill Ranta. I'm guessing that's an announcer voice. I don't know because I don't watch sports. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds announcerish. You can't see Phil shrugging his shoulders. Yeah, I was shrugging and reaching for the heavens for help for a lifeline on you this know, confusing you've premise. gotten awful condescending since the price is right victory yeah. i have awful this condescending yeah we even <laughs> my top hats that i wear now yep i thought those were a good investment oh, i really you. did more versatile than you think you spin a dollar on the wheel you start wearing top hats <laughs> Oh my. Phil, do you have any specific prices right sports memories? Uh spinning the wheel? Okay. And 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 apparently Phil like, you know, he didn't just I mean, my thought would have been just grab the wheel and let it rip, but Yeah. No, I was I was using precision. We're still we're still in prices right after glow mode, I think. We yeah. are definitely still in prices right. Cuz the motorcycles in my parking lot right now. So. Is it is Oh, it really? is it out there? Oh, it's out there. Oh my gosh. People were asking today at the football game like, "Does Phil have his motorcycle yet?" And I was uh, like, "Oh, I don't think he does." It doesn't have a license a plate and I don't have a license, but it's out in my parking lot. Wow. And it turns on. That's all I can do. <laughs> <laughs> Tim Tebow update watch update alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Brought to you by... Mentos. Feel the rush in your mouth, alert. CAA signs Tim Tebow for all off-field business. Subheadline, in a massive blunder, UTA signs Tim Tebow for all on-field business. <laughs> oh, <laughs> UTA. Yikes. CAA signs everybody. <laughs> yeah. Previously, uh, the William Morris experience had represented Tim Tebow uh, for his non-sports endeavors, which include endorsements, TV, movies, books, and bachelorette parties. Non-sports endeavors? Is that another, is that another no, the, the crack? One? Yeah, well, yeah, actually, we didn't have that. Yeah, I would no. think the joke would be the bachelorette parties, because he is very Christian. Yeah. Uh, CAA Sports has actually negotiated all on-field deals uh, for Tebow since 2012, so now holding all of his business, they're experiencing what nobody else will until Tim is married. They're all in on Tebow. <laughs> oh. Uh, CAA is examining ways in which Tebow can return to the NFL. They, they've stuck a kid in the mailroom with that one. Because <laughs> <laughs> so, he's bad at football. Yeah. And it will now seek out off-the-field opportunities as well. Uh, well what off-the-field opportunities? Well, considering you won't likely be on an NFL field again, let's just call these regular opportunities. Yeah, they're just opportunities. <laughs> how, how can he make money? Well, Tim Tebow published an autobiography in 2011, which critics derided for having dozens of footnotes on every page that just referred you to biblical passages. Weird. Yeah. Seems like one footnote should have just been early in it, just like the rest from the Bible. It was just like, and I got into University of Florida. Two. Where's two? Oh, John 3.16 again? Yeah, <laughs> over and over. <sighs> People love that passage. Uh, but with CAA's experience uh, packaging, why not Tim Tebow the movie? I would watch okay, it. Yeah. No, nah, that's a lie. I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was going <laughs> to say. I was thinking like Joyful Noise meets the garbage picking field goal kicking Philadelphia phenomenon. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like radio. Like they would just do radio <laughs> again. Only just they'd call him Tim Tebow instead of radio. Well, you know, 
Oh, I I thought you meant like doing radio spots, and I was thinking like, oh yeah, no, Tebow Cuba Gooding do Jr. has a he's he's uh, mentally challenged in that movie. He's mentally right? challenged, but he loves sports. <laughs> As mo- yeah, well, so he's the opposite of me. <laughs> <laughs> Very smart. Don't care for sports. Uh, there's but- that. There's that pros. Post prices right arrogance. I'm very full of oh myself. Oh my gosh, he's just God. You guys don't even. Now. You don't and see him around handsome. the office. Also, I think wearing the gloves inside is like those dinner gloves that you're wearing. I yeah. think that's a little weird. Well, that's because I put lotion on the inside of the gloves so it can really absorb into the skin. It's just insufferable right now. Uh, Tebow though really has, as I see it, two choices. Okay. Okay. He can either end ESPN's severe case of blue balls and join them as a college football analyst, <laughs> or really give 100 percent of his attention to bachelorette parties. Yeah. Yeah. I would go to that bachelorette party. <laughs> no, that's a lie, too. I would no, go yeah, that would not. <laughs> Tim Maybe. Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Tim Tebow, update, watch, update, alert. Brought to you by Matt Dazzle, rush in your mouth, alert. Yeah. Wow. That is, I think, the biggest enthusiasm gap between drops that we've ever gotten from Mentos. Really? That first one really just, I felt like it, it crawled in there, just dragged mm. ass. And then the second one was like, pow. Yeah. You never know what you're getting with these drops. <laughs> you never know. You just hit the button on the box and something pops out. It's <laughs> oh, like a Jack's in the, Jack in the Box that's possessed by the devil and different monsters pop out every time. That's what I was going to say. Like right? a Jack in the Box possessed by the devil exactly. where different monsters pop that's out That's a every metaphor time. that I think everyone's going to understand. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Uh, what do we got in the show today? Uh, let's see. We have some verifiable true facts, don't we? Yes, we do. All Whoa, right. That's going to be forward exciting. to those. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, ha- we have uh, uh, we have, um, uh, Phil. We got a weird sport. You goddamn right, we do. Oh, Times that's what two. we call it. And Whoa. I believe Gene Gene procured a guest from the Big Tobacco Lobby. Is that yeah? Correct? Uh, absolutely. There's a there's a guy uh, from the Big Tobacco lob- lo- lo- Lobby. What's his name? His name? Yeah, his Gene's name. name or the guy who's coming <laughs> no, on the there? guy. Oh, from the, the guy Big from the Tobacco, tobacco lobby. lobby. Oh, uh, Sam Throat. Sam Throat. Yep. His last name is Throat. And I huh? believe, and I, and I, oddly enough, because it's, well, that's odd to begin with, yeah. but even uh, made more odd by the fact that he'll be uh, talking about chewing tobacco. Through his throat. Yeah. Right. That's where the voice will come from. <laughs> you don't hear a lot throat. of chewing tobacco lobbying. I feel like the, the cigarettes, they fought back, they pushed back a little, but like tobacco, like the chaw, the chaw. Yeah. yeah. It's just, they're letting that one die. But I can't wait to pick his brain because the, uh, a lot of sports used to be sponsored by tobacco. Well, actually, you, you're going to be out getting – I'm sorry. You're going to be uh, sending your servant to go buy you burritos. Oh, I'm going to be taking a nap inside of my milk pool? <laughs> yes, okay. exactly. Perfect. Very unsettling image. Very unsettling yeah. image. But very comfortable. Wildly comfortable. Are you going to take your gloves off for the bath in the milk pool? No. What, is he a savage? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll do news, news, news. News, news, news on the Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. Texas A&M says goodbye to Johnny Football. Johnny Football responds by making fart noises with his mouth. Ooh, like... Sor- sources, sorry. Yeah, do it. Let's, what a fart noise. Sources. Crowd loved the fart noises. Wanted more. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what, uh, what happened to Johnny Football? Well, Texas A&M played their final home game of the season. Uh, they beat Mississippi State 51-14. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Threw up five touchdown passes for Johnny, Johnny Manziel. Manziel. Yeah, a redshirt sophomore whose maturity and feeling of entitlement are inversely proportional <laughs> is expected to declare for the NFL draft after the season. So the third largest crowd in Kyle Field history packed into witness Johnny Football's likely last home game. Oh, that's and, always And sad Joel, now. you were saying he rewarded them. 
with five touchdown passes. Uh, 446 yards, five. It's it's Tut Dern. Tut Dern. Five Tut Dern. He also had three interceptions, which the crowd yeah. to a man uh, described. Yeah, isn't it intercept Dern's? No. <laughs> no? Yeah, I don't no, know if man. you'd be excited. Well, no. if you were Touchdowns are like, you know, everyone's shouting like, Turp Derp! Like, Turp Derp! Yeah, uh, yeah. but the, the crowd to a man described the interceptions as, quote, probably their fault. <laughs> um, the crowd included luminaries such as former President George H.W. Bush, St. Louis Cardinal uh, pitcher Michael Waka, and Texas Governor Rick Perry, who aides say was getting very jealous of all the attention Manziel was getting for making fart noises with his mouth. <laughs> yeah, he was good at, well, both him and George W. Bush, I could imagine they would just do trading it back and forth. Well, yeah, yeah. They, they really, yeah. Um, well, he, the thing is, Rick Perry, uh, he was telling people after the game that he remembered all three of t- the in- interceptions that Johnny Manziel threw, uh, and he, he rattled off the first two, and then he just blanked in that third one. That's a very really specific <laughs> joke. But but unlike before, That's the Rick Perry he, joke, right? But before he had nothing to go to. This time yeah. he went. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And that's awesome. That's a great – whenever your brain shuts down, that's the way to go. San Diego Chargers fan pleads guilty to throwing football. Subheadline, last year this would have been a Philip Rivers joke. <laughs> yeah, hey, he's doing okay this year. Y- you got thoughts on that, Phil? I have no frame of reference. <laughs> what, about throwing a football? You shouldn't go to jail for throwing a football. Just <laughs> oh, hey, Philip Rivers. There's a funny name for you. What? I don't know Philip Rivers. <laughs> he's, he's a quarterback for the San Diego Chargers. Yeah. Oh, okay. <clears throat> it's like your name, but with like a body of water after it. I, 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 I That is exactly <laughs> what it is. Yes. It'd be Joel. like if I met someone named Joel Ocean. Yeah. Or if we met like a like a Jordan uh, tributary. I'm confused <laughs> about what this. I was is thinking about. Jordan Puddle. <laughs> <laughs> like Jordan Puddle. Oh, Jordan Puddle. You ain't never gonna get out of the ghetto, Jordan Puddle. <laughs> You'll see. Oh. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say you'll see. I'm. I'm gonna make a punk rock band, but I was doing it with a southern voice, and it didn't work. Yeah, yeah I, I could, could see work. that. Uh, there are punk bands in the south. Yeah, but I don't know. Jordan I Puddle. I was thinking like an inner city ghetto, and he's like gonna get out with his punk rock. Yeah. Jordan. Jordan Puddle and like the Galoshes. <laughs> could be <laughs> so Atlanta, not hardcore, where the ghetto is. <laughs> Jesse Unger was tailgating outside Qualcomm Stadium okay. before last month's San Diego Chargers Indianapolis Colts game. In San Diego, as tailgaters are wont to do, Unger began tossing the football around with a friend when he was approached by police and told to stop as he was making Philip Rivers jealous. <laughs> I'm just kidding. See, last year, that year, last yeah. year, that'd be more of a joke. He was told to stop, actually, based on a rare rule prohibiting the launching of solid objects. What? Unger continued to throw the ball, believing the officer to be joking or not an officer at all and a male stripper having a little fun. Makes sense. <laughs> of course, Unger was then cited... Which he was cool with. He was cited. He was given a citation until he went online and saw the fine was going to be two hundred and eighty damn dollars. What? what? That's stupid. We're throwing a football around in the parking lot. This is tailgate. America, right? Oh, this is I America. I thought it was America. <laughs> Thanks, <Right>. Obama. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Obama personally writes ticket to football fan tossing ball. At I don't ball. like fun. <laughs> Not even controlled fun during a football pregame. Whereas <laughs> my opponent. Uh, the, so, so he takes this to court. He's going to fight this in court because what the fuck? Sure, also, course. dude's like a, a, a graduate student with like a degree in mechanical engineering. This is not, not a, not a, yeah, not so a dumb clearly guy. he was yeah. safely throwing the yeah, ball. He yeah. knew exactly where it was going to land. Uh, so he, he goes to court and the judge starts off by saying, Hmm. Now this is an interesting case. This is from the union tribune. Uh, 
And, and, and San Diego Municipal Code 59.0502 says pedestrians in Qualcomm Stadium parking lot can't, quote, intentionally throw, discharge, launch, or spill any solid object, <laughs> parenthetical, including footballs, baseballs, fris- frisbees, and other such devices. Oh, uh, you can't spill a baseball? First and all, parenthetical, sorry. or liquid substance, or otherwise cause subject or substance to be thrown, discharged, launched, spilled, or become airborne. End quote. My favorite part of that is the number of different words they have for throwing it. Yeah. Because given <laughs> that this is a law, like that means I think that there's a specific legal definition for each and every one of those. Oh, yeah. You know, like somebody came into court and said, uh, I'm sorry, I was not throwing the football. I was launching the football. Well, everyone knows like in grammar, you don't throw a frisbee. You discharge a frisbee. Right. It's exactly. one of those English right. language yeah. kind of weird yeah. things. Not everybody knows that, Jordan. A lot of people out there <laughs> say, let's go throw the frisbee around. And I'm like, uh, let's go discharge the frisbee <laughs> in each other's faces. Okay. That's that's how it goes. <laughs> Uh, that's a popular activity in colleges everywhere. Yeah. Um, it's uh, apparently this mandate's also in place in, at LP Field in Tennessee, Lucas Oil Stadium in Indianapolis, and CenturyLink Field in Seattle. Uh, Unger, unbelievable. Uh, Unger said the judge told him if he pleaded guilty, he would suspend the fine. So the judge says, "Please guilty, okay. I'll suspend the fine." He goes, "I plead guilty to throwing a football, Your Honor." Unger <laughs> said, "Resisting a strong urge to make a Philip Rivers joke." Uh, the judge. Again? Yeah. <laughs> yes, again. Uh, Philip Rivers is a real jerk. Makes him just right for <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah. Uh, the judge then quickly dismissed the case, and according to Unger, used it as an opportunity to analyze uh, the problems with the Chargers' offense. The judge's verdict? It's all in the running game. It's from the news article, by the way. This is an AP joke, not a Jordan joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm excited for him to do that again so that we can see him come back in Unger games, too. <laughs> There was an off-air high-five just then. Yep, there was. Uh, I'm so disappointed you, Phil. Phil was was quiet for most of that. I think he heard the name, immediately thought of that, was like, all right, wait for your spot. I'm going to bank this. I'm going to bank this. Uh, Chicago Blackhawks apologize for fan misconduct. Fan apologizes for stealing show. Oh. Uh, When Blackhawks hosted the Winnipeg Jets, the United Center, things got a little sudsy. In the third period, Jets defensiveman Adam Party was checked by Blackhawks forward Brandon Bolig. It was a good forecheck, and the glass gave out, Yikes. falling onto the fans. That'll happen. Of course, God doesn't open a window without giving fans a chance to do something hilarious. Nice. As officials and players converged on the area, a fan pulled Party's helmet off his head. Whoa. <laughs> the ESPN article notes that the unidentified fan was seen on television shortly thereafter wearing the helmet. <laughs> nice. Like a boss. That's awesome. Uh, another unidentified fan was seen pouring beer on Party's head. To make matters worse, Party's stick, uh, he lost his stick in the incident, as it was also taken by fans, though it was not caught on camera. Uh, well, those, are, those are like those fancy fiberglass sticks. This is a pretty big deal expensive, yeah. yeah. And it was not caught on camera because, let's be real, the cameraman was focused on the drunk guy wearing a hockey helmet <laughs> right? like a boss. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, well, it's one thing to take the helmet, to put it on right <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. That is. That's great. And I haven't seen it. I'm sure there's a GIF online, but in my head it's funniest, so I almost don't want to <laughs> see it. Yeah. It's, it's just a guy with a goofy smile bobbing his head back and forth wearing a I hockey helmet. I imagine him doing the robot. <laughs> like, I think he's got the hockey mask guy. He's doing the robot. 
the Blackhawks apologized to the Winnipeg Jets and the NHL afterwards per the NHL guidelines on politeness and being sorry. <laughs> now let's talk about the difference between Ron Artest and Canadians. Ron Artest and Steven Jackson went to the stands to start beating up people indiscriminately, whereas this was Adam Party's response. I don't know what happened to my stick either. It got lost in the crowd somewhere, too. Just a little insult to injury, I guess. But it was a tough night for all of us. It was uh, tough enough to put uh, tough enough to get put through glass, but uh, then to get beer thrown on my head, too, it wasn't a good thing. Describes beer getting thrown on his head as, quote, wasn't a good thing. Yeah. Presumably, uh, he took his skate off and ran into the crowd and started stabbing people, right? No, no, no. That, that yeah. was it. That, that would be it. the proportional Ron Artest <laughs> response. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, I'm however, sorry. The meta world peace response. Right. Well, then he was Ron Artest. Yeah. So, um, of course, uh, Party would later say he was misquoted, claiming to have said sorry a total of four times in a statement to the reporter. Wow. That's a lot of sorries. <laughs> and now it is time for another Weird sport! Oh, it's a weird sport that we're about to do here, folks. It's quite weird. It's a sport, and it's going to be a weird sport. Weird sport. So if you haven't noticed yet, uh, we're, ru- we're running down. We're doing the final countdown to 100 episodes and 100 weird sports, and Phil has graciously agreed to allow myself and Joel to do the intro to weird sports each once. And the reason being, we we do it on our own off the air. Yeah. Because Phil does it so well, so we all do our, our impression of it. But there was some discussion of this being an audition for a full-time... <laughs> no, you failed the audition. <laughs> what? It was oh, terrible. I was so, I was I'm so, so ashamed. And like, what? It, it was so bad. It's not like... And I feel like it was kind of like a cover song. Like, this was your interpretation yeah. of... Yeah. And but now it's like time a for good one. cover song. It was song. like, I'm oh. Bob Dylan, and you're like a person taking a shit into a microphone. Uh, no, I'm like Jimi Hendrix. Taking a shit into a microphone. <laughs> I'll bet you if Jimi Hendrix shit into a microphone, it would sound awesome. Well, we're doing two weird sports today. They're tied together by a theme. What's the theme, Phil? <laughs> we'll see if you can guess the theme <laughs> on the second one. The first weird sport, bike joring. I know the theme. What is it? Uh, bikes. No. Damn it. <laughs> you guessed what? too early. Everybody gets one guess. Is that a oh. Yep, that's it. Now Jordan's out. And whoever wins gets to go on a barbecue trip. No, that's not Oh, oh, oh. Bike joring is a dog mushing activity related to. Wait, 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 wait. There's multiple dog mushing activities? That's what I was about to say. Where you're squishing dogs into a paste? Mush. Oh, mushing. Dog mushing. I think mushing is a a verb meaning to grind the bones up. That would be be awful, Phil. That that would not be a weird sport. That would be a horrifying sport. I apologize. Dog mushing. Thank you. Which I also, like, I call a mushed potato sometimes just for fun. Yes, so but I've also... seen how you eat your potatoes, and it usually involves trying to get them to move across right, the exactly. table I faster. I take a whip and I smack the potatoes <laughs> until <laughs> they submit to my mouth. Uh, <laughs> uh, dog mushing activity related to ski joring, caney cross, or dog scootering. Yeah. Dog scootering is the most recent modern one. It's for the kids, really. Yeah, yeah. that's the hipster one. Is this? Do you just tie dogs to a bike? Is this the, what this is going to be? I'm getting there, Joel. <laughs> Jeez, oh, Pete. I feel like Phil really hates it when I guess at what the sport's going to be. Yeah, well, you might have guessed wrong. Uh, it is a recreation uh, sport where harness dogs or teams of dogs attached to a tow line have to pull or run ahead or pull and run ahead of a cyclist. 
Bike touring is a non-snow season or dry land activity. Oh, so it's like dog sledding or dog scootering, except they're hooked up to a bicycle and there's no snow. Yes. Information! (laughs) (laughs) Although any breed or non-breed of dog can be used, American pit bulls, Siberian huskies, Samoyeds, Malamutes, Alaskan huskies, sled dogs, and pointers are probably the most popular breeds for bike joring. I don't like they put the word probably in a Wikipedia Uh, article. I actually, I, I have done bike joring. It was accidental. It involved my neighbor's cocker spaniel, a leash, and my bicycle. And then the sudden realization that it was not going to work because Coco the dog was not going to stop when I told her to. Oh, no. Yeah. So just pulled me right off the bike. Really? Is, is this one of those kids' stories that ends with a trip to the ER? Uh, no, it was not that bad. It scrapes, you know. Oh, so it was a trip to sitting on the couch and watching ER? <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Exactly. That makes sense. Uh, that makes sense. Uh, although often practiced as a dog exercising recreation, in some parts of the world, dog sporting organizations and mushers uh, provide bike joring and dog scooter racing classes and uh, at their competitive dryland sled dog rallies and events. These competitive bike jor classes often run alongside other classes for caney cross or canine cross, I guess, and dryland rig racing. There's a whole bunch of like whipping dog sports. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sorry. Do, do they have a whip if when you're there, you're on a bike? Uh, I feel th- like you have to have your hands on the handlebars, or you know. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Uh, in all of the, uh, in the it article, doesn't have to be a whip. They could shout encouraging things to the dogs. Oh, there we go. There is a little whip. Yes. Oh. oh <laughs> I was really hoping that. No, it like, doesn't look like. No, maybe that's not. You know what? I'm gonna go ahead and say no. Okay. Because it seems like in all the pictures, the the dogs are running real fast. Like, all four of their legs are off the ground in the still shot. That's pretty impressive. This is very impressive. Yeah. You try to run with both your legs off the ground. You'll be <laughs> skipping. You'll look like a little girl. You won't go that fast, Jordan. Uh, an easier and maybe safer alternative to bike joring or dog scootering, especially for use in urban and built up areas, ghettos, <laughs> is to attach a dog to the side of a bicycle using a number of designed dog bicycle attachments. They know to me that sounds worse because if the yeah. dog starts falling behind, if you don't see him ahead of you, you might be dragging a dog carcass. <laughs> yeah. Well, this sounds a lot more like what Joel was doing. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That makes more sense. It's basically, you're basically making a dog chariot. And that comes to an end another Weird Sports! Verifiable true facts, like trivia, but not fun. Brought to you by... Ritz Crackers, they're made of circles. That's bizarre. It's, uh, they're yeah. circular crackers, I would say. Yeah, that's pr- they're, not they're not made, made of, of circles. They're probably made circle, of circle. I mean, yeah, yeah. circle is a shape. I don't think you can make things There's out of it. It's sort of an abstract. It's you know, just butter and salt. And, salt and yeah. <clears throat> verifiable true facts. College basketball edition. Woo! All right, so here's some facts. College basketball is kicking off, Joel. Oh yeah, Michigan State uh, number two. Yeah, number two handled McNeese State, which was a big game. McNeese State, one of the better college basketball programs in the country. McNeese. McNeese. Oh, Phil, you got any thoughts on the AP Top 25 preseason? I have no frame of reference. (laughs) (laughs) All right, verifiable true facts. Number one, the most common response ESPN college basketball analyst Digger Phelps gets upon introducing himself to people is, excuse me? (laughs) (laughs) It's true, that's his name, Digger Uh, Digger Phelps. His name's Digger. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
Demographic studies show that the average fan who refers to college basketball as, quote, college hoops has an at AOL email address and trouble <laughs> connecting with his son. Holding out of touch. I get trouble that Trouble connecting with his son. He calls it college hoops. Uh, for the 15th straight year, the NCAA rejected a proposal from the Wisconsin basketball team to extend the shot clock to a, quote, more reasonable 70 seconds. <laughs> Said Coach Bo Ryan, who needs these 50-point games? Wisconsin plays very slow, very slow basketball. That's what it sounds like. I don't think we can explain all of these to Phil. They're just going to have to be good. The NCAA has made two major rule changes, a crackdown <laughs> on hand checks, long illegal in the NBA, and a more rigid interpretation of the block charge call. Many players are upset, especially in the Big Ten, where a full 15% of recruits were also offered hockey scholarships. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Phil is smiling and nodding, and I appreciate it. Yeah, it's I'm good for my self-esteem. I'm trying to involve myself. The look uh, on Phil's face is really making these jokes, guys, if only we could show you. University of Kentucky Regents rejected a joke proposal by head coach John Calipari to change the team name from the Wildcats to the First Rounders. They did affirm a real proposal by head coach John Calipari to pay his players from a tax shelter slush fund. Yeah. Pretty <laughs> verifiable food fake. pun, John Calamari. <laughs> uh, long considered a soft science, bracketology has gained its acceptance and is now offered <laughs> as an actual college course by five major for profit online universities. Hey. Two of which are run by Dean John Calipari. <laughs> Hashtag athlete food <laughs> puns, John Calamari. Yeah. Uh, Indiana State recently unveiled a bronze statue of Larry Bird. In response, Indiana University did nothing. <laughs> Minnesota basketball. Will Actually, really quick, do you, do you know uh, what they did with that? They they intentionally made the statue taller, than a the little Magic bit taller than the Magic Johnson statue. Wow, that's awesome. Which they can do because you know what? We have the ring. So that's true. Yeah. That's true. But and that was you know that was Indiana State's only chance. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Michigan State is, is has since We've had been back. Yeah. They've won again. And they've had other Why chances once. Yeah. Um, and lastly, Minnesota basketball will officially end the Tubby Smith era. Aww. He was their head coach, Tubby Smith. And while we will all mourn the loss of a coach with such a unique nickname, things look promising for their next head coach, Richard Sunken Eyes White Devil Patino. <laughs> hey, hashtag athlete food puns, Tubby Margarine Smith. Verifiable <laughs> true facts. Like trivia, but not fun. Brought to you by Ritz Crackers. Eat salt. All right. Uh, glad to have here. Phil is tucked away into his milk bath. Uh, and we have here uh, a representative of uh, uh, Philip Morris, now known as Altria, but uh, uh, Sam Throat. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. God, that is a that is a, that is a <laughs> you have a very throaty voice, Sam. Throaty throat. voice is that a play on my last name? Little Sam bit. throat, yeah, a little bit. It's, well, you you also do have a throaty voice. I yeah. used to be a soprano. <laughs> really? I had a when I was in my children's choir, I had a beautiful voice. And when was that? Like 10, 15 years ago? <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm twenty three. Yeah, you're surprisingly young for such yeah, a prominent position. I'm a very likable person, right? That's why. I'd, I'm, I'd I'm say a very good lobbyist. I'm good at dinners. I'd say this was. You know, it sounds like you're a heavy smoker, but. But you're not because you you cover the, just specifically the chewing tobacco. Just chewing tobacco. Yeah. Yep. But I do hang out with a lot of smokers. So a win for tobacco is a win for all of us. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Absolutely. Right. But I have to tell you, it's been it's been tough going since I joined the scene. 
You know why? Why is that? They're, well, there people are anti-tobacco everywhere. There's those truth ad campaigns that say that your lips gonna rot out, and they show people with really gruff voices that scares children. <laughs> that's that's yeah. right. That's actually those are actually made by Philip Morris, I believe. Right, the right. Truth, the, the, well, they have to. They're getting their hand forced. Right. What do you think that like the Coca-Cola would come out with a thing that says their our six-pack ring strangles dolphins, and your kids getting ADD from a product? Nope. <laughs> No you're, one's forced you're, there. You're right. You're right. I, have, I have not seen those Coca-Cola commercials. They're, you're right. Just yeah. wait. Well, maybe that's wait until next. Barack you know. Obama gets his hands all on All right, yeah, all right. We don't, we don't like to get political on this show. I didn't. I, he's just a man. I wasn't saying anything about Democrat or Republican. All right, all right. So, Democrat. But, but, but we wanted to talk about now, as you said, there's a lot of anti-tobacco sentiment, and probably one of the biggest sports that used to have tobacco in it was Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, yeah, that used to be our bread and butter. Kids would uh, pretend they were Babe Ruth, and they'd stick that tobacco right in their lips. They'd have and a great that was, time that was, of course, juices. a bad thing for children to be using chewing yeah, they've tobacco. they've kind of gotten it out of the game, and in fact, Big League Chew was made by a couple of uh, former big leaguers who wanted to give kids something they could, they could put in their light chewing tobacco that would not be. Yep, yeah. get them prepared. Then as soon as they're old enough, they'll have the no. preparation. No, understand. that was not that was the big league chew is great. Learning. It's like training wheels for for a product that'll change your life for the better. Okay, okay. But look, baseball, baseball's out. We're not even focused on baseball's not even cool anymore. We're looking at other sports. We're looking at cooler sports. You're you're trying to make chewing tobacco cool. We're making it cool to other sports so the kids will look at it and say someday. At, at what point in history was tobacco chewing tobacco arguably cool? Base, I feel like it's it was, never been cool. Oh yeah, farmers, know, really cool farmers. And, <laughs> I mean, baseball up until the '70s, most players dipped, and I mean, baseball players were cool. Baseball yeah. was our yeah. America's national pastime. Time, probably up until the 80s. You yeah, know? James Dean, he probably uh, he probably chewed tobacco because he was a wild wild motorcyclist. I don't know that James Dean chewed tobacco. Probably the, did when he wasn't but, on camera. But where are you going with other sports? What I mean, football is the number yeah. one sport in America. But oh, I'm got, looking even hipper and cooler. What's hipper? I want the I want the, the first. Yeah, he's one trying, he's trying to stay ahead of the curve. Everybody already knows about football. He's trying to find the next big sport. Yeah, we're we're going after um, drift racing first. Drift racing. Yep, drift racing. Don't they have the windows up when they drift race? They do have the windows up. Well, that's why we have a little uh, receptacle where you have to spit tobacco in order to turn the wheel. It's a hands-free <laughs> wheel. There's a little straw that goes out of your mouth. So you you gotta, spit the you tobacco. You chew really it. fast because if yeah. you don't get if you don't get enough oh, juice, you gotta get enough. Might... It and it's like a spittoon wheel. It's pretty great. That sounds awful. No, yeah. because then it gets full of fluid and then it makes the spinning uh, dynamics easier. It sounds like a lot of dead drift racers. No, also, here's no, the thing about they, baseball: like, you don't have to chew tobacco in order to swing the bat. Like, it's not it's not a requirement in baseball. They were was. a lot better when they had tobacco. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. They they were. Were. I, don't know I, I don't think there's any. Uh, so any the drift racer, then the juices go into the steering wheel. The steering wheel is all see through, and you see little brown fluid spinning oh around. God, it's really, it's sounds, great. Really the kids terrible. are gonna love it. It's I don't like know a little they are, game. Sam. I really I've don't been on road trips gonna... with people who who are dipping and they're spitting into like an empty clear water bottle. And that's yeah. disgusting. It's absolutely it's, disgusting. It's how, how a wheel? That sounds insane. No, it's I, 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 so far I've pitched it to a fair amount of drift racers, and most of them are <laughs> Japanese, and they nodded politely. So I assume that's a yes. All right. Oh, well, well, yeah. What what else do you have on on the on the table? Here. you have any other ideas because yeah, i really absolutely. am gonna be honest i don't think the drift racing is gonna work well in that case be prepared to have your hair blown back because <laughs> the next one is base jumping 
Yep. Base jumping. Base jumping. People get up on top of a bridge and they go uh, down with authority and they jump right off. Just like well, the, they, you say down <laughs> with authority and put some skull under your lip. Now, that's kind of like a bungee jumping, right? Or are they are They, they have parachute. little parachutes. They jump off a high place. They uh, release their parachute and they land. So uh, how? what's the tie-in here with chewing tobacco? Well, in this one, we started a meme. We started a meme oh. online where uh, one person base jumps and another one base jumps behind them. And one person spits out their wad of tobacco, and the other one tries to catch it with their mouth as it floats That's up. That's awful. That yep, is they so I mean, are so these, are awful. These, I mean, maybe are these couples doing Because maybe if they're a couple, like a couple it's will disgusting. share a dessert no, or the, share the ice cream. The world record right now is nine times that they've been able to spit it, catch it, spit it, How catch long it. were they in the air? When well, they it was one jumped. after another. So oh. it was nine different people. They all jump a couple seconds after each other. The tobacco out, is falling at approximately. I mean, it would fall like Have a little bit Have you ever had slower. popcorn and throw it in the air and catch it with your mouth? It's a lot yeah. of fun, Yeah, right? oh, I love it's that. It's a good time. Yeah. Imagine if it's coming at your face when you're in a free fall. I, when you're going, I don't think I'd want anything coming at my face. A, a nice buzz fall. of energy it gives you a little buzz of energy. Okay, yeah. uh, you got anything else here, Sam? Because I, 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 again, I think that's also a really. I think that's going to wind up with some dead base jumpers. I've got a list of about 240. Do you want me to jump around? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Been, how about I'm like, the next this is my best full time idea. job? Next best idea? Yeah. Well, be prepared to have your nuts fall out of your mouth. <laughs> All right. They're not in there. Well, they're not in there yet, but they will. <laughs> When you get so excited that your nuts go up into your body into the back of your throat. Because the next sport we've got is Frisbee golf. <laughs> frisbee golf. It just happened right there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I yep. mean, so frol, fr- frisbee go- frisbee golf. This they one I can see. Golf. It's yeah, out. It You're leisurely. Sense, right? Well, because yeah. a lot of golfers dip. Well, not a lot, but that is an activity where people do Wait, dip. Go- golfers yeah. dip? Yeah. Not really? like professional golfers. Oh, because right, right, right. I'm just right. talking about like people who golf. Sometimes it's because you're outside, like baseball. Yeah. You're outside. Yeah. This, this is, is one that I can get behind. than sitting in a car. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Well, this one for you know how you have different uh, weights, different weights on your frisbee disc, so that you know which ones you're through. One you're throwing far, which one you're wait. Really? Heavier. Do they? Oh, they do. Study. You mean discharge when you're, yeah, when you're discharging fr- frisbee? Yes, absolutely. Well, that's we made the lightest one out of chewing tobacco. So that when you're finished with the entire thing, you just like brush off the grass and you put it in your mouth and enjoy a celebratory. A whole frisbee's worth of frisbee worth of. So your frisbee is not uh, well. I, I can't say it edible, but it is made of tobacco that you just crumple up. It's spatoonable. Yes, spatoonable <laughs> frisbee. Spatoonable frisbee. Yeah. Finally, right? Right. It's about time, and all of them, of course, are are brought to you by your chewing tobacco lobby, so it's free. People get free freebies. Oh, free frisbees! Literally freebies because they're called frisbees. Right, but I, I would hope that you're only giving this to people who are 18 and older playing frisbee golf, or just love frisbee. <laughs> it's just people who want frisbees. <laughs> well, right, but you don't want to. You can't. But be for the it to kids. for the the kids and lawyers listening at home, you probably want to emphasize that it's it's an 18 and up thing, right? Oh, I mean, I'm not the one actually distributing it. I'm just the lobbyist, so right. you can't blame me. Okay, well, Look, thanks. I'm going to give you – I see you've hated this one, so I'm going to go after my absolute best one. Okay. Be prepared to have your ears start bleeding and scream in agony in the middle of the night after you hear this one. All right. All right, the last one, dog fighting. What? Kids, kids love dog fighting. No, they They're really no, don't. They Michael don't. Vick. Really don't. The hero Michael Vick did it. Michael, Michael Vick's career was yep. nearly ended because well, of what we he do did. is get pit bulls really addicted to tobacco by <laughs> putting it in their food. And then we put lots of tobacco make it worse. inside of the mouths of oh. the other dogs so that they try to chew out each other's tongues. Oh, that's <laughs> so like awful, heroes. Sam. 
Sam, just I like think they're heroes. Just like they're heroes, Michael Vick and all the other Sam, ones. Sam, I think it's probably time that you go. I think this is the Well, one. it's good because I got a lot of work. So yeah, listen, just do, un- do I have your votes? I'm a lobbyist. Oh, what sure. voting? No, absolutely not. All right. I'm going to assume that when it hits the legislator, <laughs> wink, you're going you're gonna to vote. Yeah. <laughs> just on your way out, uh, I notice you, you carry a spittoon with you. Yeah. Uh, you'll notice a guy in a bath that looks like it's full of milk, but that's actually where we empty our spittoons. Okay. That's, uh, so thank why don't you, you just empty it note. there and then head on, head on out? All right. Will do. It's been a pleasure <laughs> chatting with you guys. Thank you. Sam yeah. Throat of uh, Philip Morris, now Altria. Yeah. And now it's time for another Weird Sports. That one was better. I actually enjoyed that one. I think Jordan wins the Battle of the Weird Sport intro. Well, you're just saying that because he did it more like you. I feel like I was like, you know, like Dylan doing Mr. Tambourine Band, which I believe it was done originally. Mr. Tambourine Man. Right. was originally done by uh, the Birds or something, right? No. That was Dylan, and then the Birds covered it. I thought it was, in any case, very similar sounding songs, I would say. Yeah. Yours was more like All Along the Watchtower yeah. to the Dylan All Along the Watchtower. I really Watchtower. seized it. And Except made his it my version own. was terrible. <laughs> so that's the difference in that analogy. Uh, this week's weird sport, Schutzhund. Uh, I think dogs are going to be the common theme. Uh, Joel is correct. Nah. Dogs Woo! are the common theme, yeah. Uh, Schutzhund is German for protection dog. yes it's a dog sport that was developed in germany in the early 1900s as a breed suitability test for the german shepherd dog the test would determine if a dog displayed the appropriate traits and characteristics of a proper working shepherd german shepherd dog today it's a sport where many breeds other than german shepherd dogs can compete but it is a demanding test uh, for any dog that only few can pass. This is a dog sport, so like dogs compete in it. Right. There's actually a series of traits that it tests for, including strong desire to work, <laughs> <laughs> courage, intelligence, trainability, strong bond to the handler, perseverance, and protective instinct. So what I'm hearing is if you show up early with your dog duct taped to your leg, you've already won two of those. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like finding a good henchman. They should. <laughs> <laughs> they should do this. All right. There are. You th- get a henchman that doesn't have good trainability and it's just like, oh, God, come on. Why did I hire this guy? Well, there's actually uh, different levels of, of Schutzhund um, titles that you can have. How, how exactly you pronounce that? You Is it Schutzhund? Schutzhund. Schutzhund? Schutzhund. Protection Schutzhund. dog. Schutzhund. In, in English, it's protection dog. Yeah, oh, we'll okay, just call right. it protection dog. You can be a Schutzhund level one, a Schutzhund level two, or a Schutzhund level three. Um, Schutzhund level three being the most advanced. Uh, you know what? I'm going to skip ahead because we don't have a ton of time to training. Schutzhund training, like the sport itself, have evolved over the years. The de- definitive description of the Schutzhund training from the first 50 years of the sport is Colonel Conrad Most's dog training, a manual, <laughs> published in 1910. Why Why did this guy's dog training manual get so much press? Because uh, he was a colonel, Joel. And he was the most? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Conrad Most. You want the host who's also the most? Uh, uh, by modern standards, uh, Most's training is very harsh and possibly abusive. <laughs> <laughs> like all good dog training. 
Uh, most, uh, despite this, it is uh, also structured, consistent, and in many ways conforms to more recent ideas on learning theory. Uh, over time, the more brutal techniques uh, <laughs> fell out of use, and the trainers Good. still Good. follow Most's program. Just without all is, the beatings. Is it, is it all of the trainers? A majority of the trainers? A lot. It's a you popular... could say most of the trainers? Oh, Joe, I hate you. Uh, in 1981, <laughs> Helmut Reiser published Der Schutzhund. Uh, in uh, the English translation, it wasn't until 1999. What's let me, the delay? Let me guess. At first, not so many people used his manual, but he, he quickly uh, it became used a lot more because he's a real... Riser. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Uh, it radically changed Schutzhund protection training. In the U.S., the next great change in Schutzhund's training was marked by the 1991 publication of Schutzhund Theory and Training Methods by Susan Barvig and Stuart Hillard. Also see Top Working Dogs of Schutzhund's <laughs> Training Manual by Dr. Deitmar Schleinenberg. Which is published in 1982. This entire segment has been a commercial for German dog training books. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the only people who did Brought to you by... <laughs> Audible.com. Yeah. yeah, get a free audiobook download. No, I'm not going to go into that. Uh, so, yeah, the uh, that's uh, there's a, sh- a bunch of shits and shit. Yeah. Any questions? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, what what sort of thing? If uh, Susan earlier, who wrote the who wrote the book, uh, you know, she was going out drinking and she wanted to wear like a different haircut. What would she What would she put in her head? And that brings an end to another weird spot. Citizens of Podcast Town. This brings to the close another sports 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 podcast before we go a tobacco juice soaked fill will give you our contact information you can email us at sports 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 podcast at gmail.com that's sports 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 podcast at gmail.com i'm sticky uh you can uh find us on twitter by going to sports number three podcast that's at sports the number three podcast you can find us on facebook by searching sports 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 podcast here's the top our thingy you can find us on stitcher radio go to stitcher.com today and download the stitcher app and search sports 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 podcast i've got brown crap all over me it's gross uh you can find us on YouTube by going to youtube.com slash comedy podnet. That's youtube.com slash comedy podnet to find our episodes while you're there. Subscribe. Uh, you can find us on uh, iTunes by searching uh, Sports the Number Three Space Podcast. That's Sports the Number Three, all one word, Space Podcast. While you're there, rate and review. And for all of our back episodes, go to comedypodcastnetwork.com. Oh, oh God damn it. What? Phil, your, your freaking intern got the burrito order wrong again. Oh, I'm sorry. This is why we send you out. Oh. You never screw the order up, Phil. Well, you were like freaking 90-something for 90-something. That was... time has passed in my life now that I'm a prices right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Lights off. You have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.